Five, four, three, two, one. God, I just want to start it sooner the whole time. I'm like, I'm ready at 20 seconds. I'm just going to start. No, count it down. Do it right. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Hi. Uh, I am Brayden with Little Bug Woodworking. Welcome to Wednesday night with uh, at least one podcast that is done live on Wednesdays. Uh, Sawdust Talk. Everybody's talking about it. Um, I think we're up for a Grammy or is it an Emmy? Uh, maybe or what's the, what's the, I am uh, not singing. It cannot be a Grammy. All right. Well, this whole hour was based around you singing, so I guess. All right. That's it. See you guys later. Bye. <laughs> uh, I see you have to sing. Uh, that's not even going to happen at all. Bust no. out oh. your best, Celine Dion. Come on, you can do uh, it. I'm going to say My no. heart will go on. No, that's right. That's not right. I don't think that's or good. Or there's a lot of things, but it's not it's not okay. That's what it's not. I think we need a music expert to uh, chime in. We have to wait for TJ to get here then. TJ rant. Did you? Um, yeah, I'm Braden with Little Bug. You guys see me every week. So, uh, Jesse, are you still you? I'm still me. I'm still building Jesse. And welcome to episode 103 is what we just figured out. 103, and we are joined with Hugh. From Human Made. Hugh, tell us about you. Tell you. My name is Hugh, um, and uh, I I live in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. I'm that you know weird Canadian guy who works in his basement with dreadlocks and makes weird stuff and fun things and like Lego bricks because I mean they're super cool. Um, yeah, I've been, I don't know. How long do I have? Do I just get to like give you- You get as much time as you all, want. This is this all is about all you, about you. This is literally all this about so you. Um, yeah, I've been on and off woodworking for, I don't know, 25 years since I was in like junior high school and first, you know, used the bandsaw. Um, and full-time for the last two years since I got fired from my corporate horrible depression job um, and decided to be happy with life instead. Um, so that's that's what I'm doing now, and it's great. So, yeah, um, do a, do a little bit of everything with woodworking and leather, a little bit of metal, um, just stuff and things. Stuff and things. Stuff, stuff and things. things. Stuff and things. Uh, I make the stuff with the things, and people get happy with it. And then sometimes I make a dick. This Speaking is of- this is also true. <laughs> Speaking of dicks, uh, before we get too far into it, we need to thank our sponsors. Uh, Special thanks to George Supply Co. (laughs) for tolerating us every week. And more importantly, with the the dick comment, uh, Surf Prep Sanding. Uh, They make the best abrasives. Sanding sucks, but with Surf Prep, it sucks less. And, uh, I mean, Surf Prep is is one of my favorite people, people's places, things. (laughs) Um, I'm scrolling. I'm looking for something. It's really important, and hopefully Hannah maybe is on or jumps on. Hannah, Hannah is on, and she's Hannah is on. She's, Hannah. she's offering feedback about my uh, tagline for surf prep. Wow, that was so aggressive. Surf prep, don't be a dick. <laughs> How's that? I know, I don't, Hannah. I know you were asking me about like different taglines and things the other days. That one could work. I'm just saying. It oh, could I'm work. The, I'm wearing the wrong hat. 
I, we've also decided that uh, Surf Prep needs a alternate uh, tagline of Surf Prep gets in your nooks and crannies. Pro foam. For it's I I say for all your nooks and crannies. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, you gotta sand that crack. Get up in the crack. Get up in the crack. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Um, okay. Wow. This is. This is definitely a human episode right here. <laughs> what did you expect? Come on. <laughs> nothing less. Nothing less. Absolutely nothing less. <laughs> and maybe more. And maybe more. But definitely not just the amount. More, less, somewhere one or the other. I mean, sometimes it you gotta be average sometimes. You just have to be right in the middle. It's it's the the way the Goldilocks scenario. This one's too big hot this one's too small or cold and this one's just right and there's that's one that fits I, right in your nooks and crannies absolutely that's why i made sure that my surf prep bottle opener was average <laughs> it was a perfectly normal size bottle opener <laughs> uh speaking of right in the middle we've already got a, a hot question from <laughs> the audience that i feel is important uh and can get us off the topic of nipples and and dongs we hadn't hit nipples yet i'm gonna be honest it's taking us right into nipples is that a giant (laughs) nipple behind you a wooden nipple wait how do i see the questions who's asking how do i get to see that you Uh, don't i'm keeping a loose eye on the chaos that is our ig live comment section uh Uh, we had to like kind of put them in a little bottle and like protect our our guests because it's just it's chaos it's I like chaos. Maybe I can pull that up on my phone as I talk about as I wait. Uh, it's like all mirrored. I can't I can't do it there. Something like that. No, it's not. I mean, it's kind of a nipple. Um, so it is a shield. It is it is my Viking shield that I made a few years ago. And the middle part is actually called a boss. Um, so I actually I got that um, shield boss made from uh, maker that I saw on Instagram. Um, oh no. Uh, it'll come to me in a second. In a second. He's an awesome dude out in, uh, out in Quebec. Oh, Uh, Doug. No. No. Um, Strobus Forge, Remy. Um, great guy. He, uh, so he like hand forges all these shield bosses and stuff like that. And I got a, um, a hatchet had an axe head from him. Also, that was all hand forged and just gorgeous, gorgeous work. Um, I still need to make a handle for that one day. That will happen. But but yeah, I mean, it could be it, it could be a big nipple on the wall. Like, I'd be fine with that. Like, <laughs> like really? Yeah, you would. I would. I should maybe make a second one and they could go side by side. Uh, no, just one. Uno nipple. Just one. I mean... We're honest. I mean, you kind of just focus on one to begin with, anyways. One at a time. I think it's great. I think. Um, <clears throat> I think you should tell people about your workshop. About my workshop. Because, I yeah, I feel like um, I met you. Um, what was that like a year and a half ago now? Probably Ish? something like that. Yeah. Year and a half, two years. Yeah. Um, because of uh, a certain like crazy viral thing that you did that people thought was insane. Um, Can you tell people? 
was it was it my lego bricks it wasn't my lego bricks those were new it wasn't your lego bricks save those for later thank you um yeah so, so okay. bossy jesse is now in charge there we go boss jesse <laughs> hey it's fun being on top okay <laughs> no matter what happens this is always for the next hour going to be a hue sandwich anyway so welcome <laughs> welcome to the meat and potatoes our episode hey i i love being the meat in the middle of a sandwich <laughs> So what got you into making? What, what, um, what got you there? Oh, wait, are we doing Jesse's question? I like your question. No, Jesse's question. Jesse's question. She's on top. And then Brayden's question. Brayden's question. Because, you know, you got to respect yeah. the bottom. Um, sorry, guys. This is how it's going to be. <laughs> this is fantastic. You, this is just what happens. Um, so I... I moved into this house about five, six years ago, and I needed to gut like the entire basement. And I knew that I would be putting in a shop into half of my basement um, because I live in Canada and minus 40 is a thing. And, you know, minus 40 in Fahrenheit and minus 40 in Celsius, like they come together and they they're friends um, and it sucks. And I was no way going to work in my detached, unheated garage. And so I put in my shop into the basement. And um, the stairs come down at the middle of the house. And so then my shop's on, on the right side. And there's all that wasted space under the stairs. So it was like, okay, figure out something to do with that. I did a like built-in miter station under the stairs so that I could have like full slide of the, of the miter saw. And I made a little, uh, little Harry Potter cupboard closet um, for storage under the stairs, which was pretty epic. And there's like a book that you have to pull to open it, which is... An, and then it was just going to be like putting like a bookshelf up because I put a bookshelf on the opposite side of the miter saw. And then I said like, okay, well, uh, maybe, maybe a hidden door, maybe a hidden bookcase and give me like a second way to get into the shop. Um, and just a cool way to get, to get into the shop. Cause that's sweet and epic. And the, the timing of everything with that was actually really, really funny. Because um, I had kind of built it all throughout the summer in 2021. And then I took like some time off for vacation in December and edited up like my four YouTube videos for that series and started dropping them in January and um, dropping the, uh, the Instagram reel reels and stuff like that to kind of promo them. And then I got fired. Right then is when is when that happened, um, when I was dropping the videos. And so I got fired. I decided that fired on a Thursday, Friday, I'm like, screw it. I got nine months of severance. Um, let's try. Let's see um, what can kind of happen, happen with this. And uh, and I didn't want to make the video. I, it was like late at night and I'm just like, I should make a promo video of me like coming out at the little Harry Potter door and going into the shop and showing off all of that. And I really didn't want to. I'm just like, I'm, I don't want to, uh, but I did it. And then all of a sudden it decided to go from like 2000 views to like 11 million um in the course of about five weeks and it was it was insane um 
when just after I had posted that video, I had hit a thousand followers. And in five weeks, I was at 72,000, which was just wild and crazy. Insane. And like mind blowing, like 8,000 followers in one day is stupid. Like that. <laughs> How do you handle your phone with that much coming in? Like, do you just like turn it off and just like walk away and just hope it all yeah. works out okay? Yeah, you just hope and pray. Like, there's really not a lot that you can do. You're just, you're just kind of along for the ride. Um, probably like, you know, being on a boat during a tsunami. You're just there. And and see how it all all comes out on the on the other side of it. Um, and did, sorry. Did you no, did you kind of feel like um like a half and half where you're like the thrill and the excitement of like checking your phone every time because you know it's like going crazy, but also at the same time dreading because there's just too much going on? Yeah. Yeah, it, it's a lot. Like it's a lot. Yeah. When that much is coming in all at once, I ended up doing like a screen record the one day. And it was like I cleared all my notifications and within a minute and a half, it was like 100 comments, 100 likes, 100 follows because it tops out at those. And it's just like, what can you even do with that? Like you just, you're just there. Um, and yeah, like it was, it was a very bittersweet thing to be very, very honest. Um, the timing of something like that was epic and great because I was just starting my business and getting out there and getting my face was then in front of 11 million people, which is weird. Um, what do you it, do with like that kind of like stage? How do you handle that? Um, I'm glad it wasn't in person. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, Hugh, you gotta say it. Enough. You gotta say it. You just what? do Hugh. You just do Hugh. You just, you do what you gotta do. What Hugh got to do. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like it's, it's really weird. Um, and yeah, and a very, a very good thing and a very bad thing because it definitely got me in front of a lot of people and a lot of different accounts. Um, I mean, like Jesse, I think that was probably the thing that you saw. That's the thing that everybody saw. Yeah. Um, it's actually funny. Like I'll meet people, um, in town and we'll just like talk and chat and all that. And, um, end up saying like, I'm a woodworker and blah, 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 blah. And like have this kind of story. And I'm like, oh yeah. And like in this video and I'll show it to them. And they're like, I saw that. I know that. I'm like, yeah, that was me. Hi. <laughs> Can you tell? <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, like that was how that all, all kind of went. Um, but yeah, definitely a good thing in the sense of meeting a whole lot of new people and really finding the community. Um, because before that I was just doing my own thing. Um, I was selling a little bit of stuff, but really, really not much. And all of a sudden, I actually found the maker community on Instagram, which was huge. Um, I met so, so many great and amazing people. Um, and then the bad side of all of that, um, and it's something I think that doesn't get talked about a lot um, when you go viral with any kind of video is the um, is how it will negatively also affect your account and your work and what you do. Um, because if people are seeing 
a video of yours and they are following you based on that video and not everything that's on your page, they probably don't care about everything else that you're doing. They saw one cool thing and, and that's it. Um, so it's, it can be great to build your account. Um, but then what I noticed for me is from hitting a peak of like 72,000 followers, um, for the next year and a half, I lost every single month was a downward trend from there, which was also okay. Once I got to realize that I want those people gone, if they're not actually interested in what I'm doing, because they're not going to support me. Um, and also knowing that, yeah, there's probably a whole lot of bots and scam accounts and all that, that just latch on to any of that stuff that goes viral. Um, and you can't overly do anything about that either. Um, but then finally, just recently, it actually started to hit more of a natural upward trend and progression. Um, but that was a two year cycle. Yeah. Of kind of big high, then just kind of chipping away like, okay, like I'd love for something for someone to see something for someone to buy something. <laughs> I think and, a lot of people feel like that right now in the community is like, who's seen my stuff. And you know, if these people are randomly following you off of one video, like you're talking about, they may never come back and look at your content again. I think yeah. one thing that stuck out for me was, or continues to stick out for me is that when I see something cool like that, it, engage in it, you know, comment on that video, yeah. check out what other people are, you know, what are other projects they have going on, you know, comment on some other stuff, um, engage in conversation. But that's kind of where I, how we got to be friends was, I was like, hey, this is really cool and asked you a question. And we had a real conversation. And that's yeah. kind of what it boils down to is, you know, your your following in the community is only as good as the engagement that you give back to it. So yeah, it is. And I mean, I know for me, and I think a lot of makers out there, um, if you're nice and kind and respectful, then they're going to talk to you. There's no reason not to. And even if you're not a maker or a creator, if you're just a person who is nice and mm -hmm. is asking a question, then, you know, ask a question, whether it be, I mean, in a comment or, you know, a DM, which sometimes can be a little bit weird, but also can lead to other great conversations and meeting people and, you know, just people who are really wanting to support you in whatever way they can. Because um, there's so many people that they can't buy something. They may not be able to afford it, but them just having a conversation saying, hey, your stuff's awesome. Cool. Thanks. That's great. You know, it's just, that's all kinds of ways that, to support each other without necessarily needing to spend money because none sure. of us have that. <laughs> well, and I think your your point that you make about like you blow up over one video and then they don't look at your con like who you are content, like from a all inclusive standpoint, it's just that one video. Um, Kamani has talked about that a lot recently because he, he just had a video go viral and it's an IT video, which it's not an IT account. It's a maker account. Like he's making stuff. He just happens to work in IT. And yep. I know that that's been a concern of his too, is how many of those people are going to stick around when they realize that it's not 
an yeah. IT account. Well, and I, I mean, and I, I mean, I used to work in IT also. And when I saw Kamani's video, I'm like, oh my god, yes! Like <laughs> I've been through all these things that you've said are so true. And I jumped into that comment section and and had a had a good time. Um, the thing I think that Kamani did that I that I love was I think it was the next day or maybe a couple of days after um, he went into his stories and he outlined for people what his account was. Um, and just saying like, this is not a funny IT account. I might do some of these videos um, here or there, um, but I am a woodworker. I am this, I'm a maker. I this, this is what this account is. And if that's not for you, then cool. Thanks for stopping by. Um, that seeing him do that and really just kind of recognize sort of what was happening and maybe the following he was getting might not turn into the following that he wants. And so, all right, come on, you're there and I can kind of see you. And if I'm saying bad things, then uh, I don't know. Um, kick me in the He's butt. not sorry. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like it's, everybody wants to grow a following. Everybody wants to have people support them. Um, but you want to have the right people supporting you and the right people behind you not just 150,000 followers because that's a big number and that looks cool. Um, I've had this conversation with a lot of my, a lot of friends um, and makers and people and all of that. And for me, I would truly rather have a thousand dedicated followers that love every single thing that I do than a hundred thousand people that are just there. Um, I think that means a whole lot more have that smaller group that is just so engrossed and so supportive of you and your work and you can have those conversations and support each other do you just call all your followers gross gross did i that's what, that's what i heard oh no engrossed <laughs> uh, <laughs> got it um so where where'd you go where'd you go from there? I mean, huge account blew up. Then what? Yeah. Uh, huge account blew up um, almost. So the the thing that kind of started started a lot of it um, was the Maker Collab. So my buddy Johnny and I took part in the Maker Collab and um, <clears throat> destroyed it. Um, <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> I, I ain't beating around the bush on that one. Everybody else lost, and it wasn't even a competition. <laughs> um so my my buddy johnny and i we made a um a game table that it was all completely self-contained so you could like lift it up and fold some um some moving leaves out of the way and raise the playing surface up so it wasn't one of those systems or tables where it's like i'm just going to take the top off and i'm going to put it in the corner and then we can play and then i'll put it back on no mm -mm. everything has a point and a reason and a purpose um so we did so we did that competition and for me that was the most amazing project one of the most amazing projects that i've ever done um because my buddy and i we had always wanted to make something together and build a thing but never could um and never had a reason to in that sense and that really put us into the next um and like giving us a purpose to actually make something um and with being with just being fired, having a big project to focus on um, 
being able to have the freedom and the time to spend working on that and not worrying about money. Um, and just kind of being able to unwind from, start to unwind from that corporate life and everything that it had done to me was, was great. Um, so that was about three months. And then right after that, um, I started working on some different custom work and all that. I won my first projects, my first official like business type projects was there's a dude um, that lived just north of me who wanted a bookcase for his basement, like a hidden bookcase. Um, so like did that kind of stuff, made some like long boards for some friends. And it was really just kind of like just doing stuff, which was so much fun. And then um, closer to the end of the year, actually, no, it was in, it was around August or so. Um, skills Alberta. So you guys have skills in the US, like the skills competitions and things? We have skills with a Z. Yeah. I don't think, I think so. No. Well, I know that I saw Shaper Sean at one of those events. because um, <laughs> skills is like a worldwide thing. So they have all like the skills different... USA. I think we have skills USA if that's yeah, you guys have skills same. like we have we have skills Canada and that's broken down for all the provinces. Um so I was able to get in touch with them or they got in touch with me um, through my friend who I built the game table with and his apprentice who at the time was like the number, like the 10th best carpenter in the world um, at the skills competitions. Like, I think, it, I think he got 10th, um, which was just like wild and amazing. Um, and so then, so they came to me and asked about making different projects um, to be sent into the schools for like grade six to grade 12 year olds um, so that they can make things in schools. So came up with a couple of projects for them and um, end up making a, I make a little leather pouch kit, little leather um, satchel, little like dice bag. You could have two. Yep. Um, mm -hmm. And sometimes you got to put your fingers. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Evan, earmuffs. Evan is old enough. Evan knows more than us. <laughs> let's, let's. I got a text from earmuffs. Hannah at the beginning, and she said, "I am so stressed because I just saw Evan join the live." I'm like, "He's fine. He's he went to Workbench Con and was hanging longer than most of the people were in the bar." I don't know how that worked out. He's I don't okay. Know how old Evan is, but no, Evan's, Evan's drinking this year if he's coming. He isn't. Didn't he turn? 15 or 16 this I think year? it's 15. Evan, how old are you? I don't know, but he was I mean, like this big up. when I met him, and now he's like taller than me, and I'm like, that's not, I, I don't he, like, like, That why? is not a hard thing to do, Jesse. When we I met know, him, he was a micro sustainer, and now he's a mini sustainer. He No, well, no, he's bigger than me. <laughs> he's wonderful. I love him. He's great. Um, yeah, so, so yeah, I got, I got involved with skills and some pouches. Um, and, and for the most part, that is, that is one of my, my big, um, work, um, contracts and things that I do, um, which is just great. I spent weeks and months at a time making thousands of pouch kits at a time so that they can get sent to schools all around the province. Um, so the kids can put them together and learn, learn a new skill, do a thing, work with leather, which I think is one of those mediums that not a lot of people work with either you do or you don't and you don't yeah. really dabble in it and play with it um 
But as woodworkers, you guys should all try working with leather um, and using it as an accent piece or as just a bit of a, an addition. Um, so like even like my, my boob back here, um, the, the entire outer ring is wrapped in water buffalo leather. Um, Everybody's got a water buffalo. Yours is fast, but mine is slow. Sorry. There's the singing for tonight. We don't have TJ with his rant, but we have uh, we have Brayden with his tunes. I do have to interject real quick. Evan has confirmed his age. He turns oh. 16, February 29th, at Workbench At Con. Workbench Con! If it was oh, out of hand before, Evan, it's Evan, out of hand now. Drunk. <laughs> don't be a bad influence. A hundred makers were all arrested in Atlanta, Georgia. At last year too. But he's from Canada. Still it's, not okay. <laughs> see, the the unfortunate thing is up uh, where I am, it's eighteen to drink. Where he is, it's nineteen to drink. And, and where he'll be, it's twenty one. So uh, none of them are sixteen. So it's fine. So is that like the he gets a nice cold soda pop? The sixteen to or the seventeen to nineteen is that like which half hour range of time zone does that fall in? Is it half That's birthdays like... also? <laughs> I mean, half birthdays, half hours. Um, <laughs> now, uh, for for anyone who doesn't understand that one, I taught Jesse that Canada has a half hour time zone out in the Maritimes because why not? Because why definitely. not? That's why. Um, yeah yeah i don't know um can i ask a, a viewer question no i'm gonna do who's it, it from who's it from who's you it from? told me i'm the boss that's true you okay. are the boss so um is hugh a direct descent of the viking leaf erickson um no. Wait, who asked that? I gotta know. Who? Come on. You gotta answer the question first, then I'll tell you. I will answer the question. Um, so no, not not that I know of for sure. Uh, we have traced our family lineage back to the late 1600s throughout Iceland. Um, my great grandfather, whose name was Thor. I shit you not. Yes, um, I mean, emigrate, emigrated um, from Iceland to Canada in like the late um, when was it? The very early 1900s um, or late 1890s? Something like that. Um, but yeah, so he he came over um, and then we've been in Canada ever ever since. But yes, my my great grandfather was named Thor. So. If I had that fun fact about my family, that would be the opening to every conversation I ever had. It it would be my my IG yeah. bio. Being hey, nice to, to meet you. And and say that you are a descendant of Thor, and people being yeah, uh huh. It's like no, no. I got the. Paper. I mean, I mean, all the medieval stuff like totally makes sense. Like. Yeah. It, it, you were born to do this. So, um, who, who asked that question? Who asked that question? Who asked that question? None other 
than our good friend uh patrick jinzel oh that patrick guy, that guy. oh that patrick guy oh, that guy he's he fine. did ask that question it's a good question it, it was, was a good question it was a good question i like questions questions are fun i don't know what's about to come so it makes it more exciting i have one more but it's not a question it's more of a challenge Ooh, what juggling crusty jugglers this? It has nothing to do with sax. It's completely separate. <laughs> I'm out. Let's talk about sax, baby. <laughs> um, <laughs> so the challenge, <laughs> do you want the challenge, yeah. Hugh? Yeah, what's the challenge? Okay, the challenge is to construct a one-room ho house out of your wood Lego blocks. Okay, so I got I got eight. <laughs> it might not work. <laughs> Give Very me a small single room. Oh wait, I got nine. Hold on, because I have one is mine. While you're building, can you tell us the story of the Lego blocks? Uh, yeah. So random. Um, I was trying to learn. Um, some 3D design. And I've been using uh, SketchUp for quite a while, and I liked it. But as soon as I got my CNC, I... Oh, this isn't going to be good. Um, as soon as I got my CNC, I wanted to start doing some more, um, some like 3D design work, and some 3D carves, and some more intricate um, type stuff. And God, who asked this question? God, this challenge. I can't focus on two things at the same time. This is why only one nipple gets attention. <laughs> do we do we have to put do we have to put an age rating on our um, Spotify? I do every, every week. Every week. I just click the explicit. There is explicit <laughs> content in here. Just in case. As I'm like, we don't make PG. We don't make PG-13 anymore. It's uh, it's not us talk after dark, so. It's fine. It's all good. It's, yes. Although there has definitely been an uptick uh -oh. in nipple talk this episode. Ooh. One room. Oh, that's nice. I don't know. Like it it's, kinda... it's like an open top sunroom. Sure. I need more bricks. The problem You do need is, more bricks. The problem is I shipped 15 last week so i mean that's I not a bad problem to have I mean, actually no selling one. your stuff but now i can't make a full house he there's a lot build. of people in my comments that want me to uh make a millennium falcon i'm like pay me first <laughs> he can't he doesn't have enough bricks to build a brick house. was that luke asking you to do that To do. Did I Millennium freeze? Falcon. Oh no! I said, we just the... our brains just all shut down. Oh, I said. <laughs> I said, was that Luke or was that like three D DIY Dave? Task. Asking you to build the Millennial Falcon. Oh, uh, the, the, I don't hold think on. Do you really? random, just random folk. Did huh. you say Millennial Falcon? What, Mo what did you say? Wh whatever it was, it wasn't right. And I'm I want sorry. to hear it again. <laughs> Come on, city girl. I'm not going to do it. 
<laughs> it's really hard to speak with my Invisalign, okay? All right, I don't think do I don't think that do was the, the I don't think that was the Invisalign on that one. Uh, we have a we have a sponsor question. Hannah's in here. Yes. It technically has it. It doesn't have a question mark, but she says it's a question. We're from America. What are projects? Projects. Projects. What are like, those? They're things that you do. You make a project or a project. There we go. It's, See, it's, I get that. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, so it, it's like it's making a thing, not a place where people live. No. No. Okay. That was probably. <laughs> that was. It's a project or a project. It's not a project. It's a project because you're going to procrastinate on doing it there we go oh, we found it oh that's good that's oh, good goes. yeah made that shit up right now <laughs> that was that was very on point i think so um, all right so, so we've got yeah. yeah so we've got the we've got the lego bricks got the lego bricks we've got um, we've got the shield nipple mm-hmm. what yeah. other kind of stuff do you make like because you have a lot of cool things let's talk about dick let's i mean we can talk about the dicks i mean evan earmuffs I mean the, um, like the bottle openers are pretty fun because you definitely need to get a firm grasp. Hold on, wait. <laughs> For anybody that doesn't have the video later, uh, you're gonna have to use your mind pictures. You gotta like make sure that you like that you get a firm grasp on the hardwood. But you gotta be, but you, you... gotta be gentle too. You can't. I mean, you just there's certain ways that you need to hold it and certain ways, especially when you're making them, that you need to put the oil on to make sure that you get it everywhere all over it. Or I mean, it's just going to be dry and nobody, nobody wants a dry dick. Um, this is my life, people. This was a great last episode ever. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, I'm I'm like waiting for I'm like okay how is this gonna sound like listening back if you don't have the actual visual with, of what just happened? Oh yeah, yeah. To, you the context of my average sized wooden dick. I got another bottle thing opener. I, oh, I part of me feels like I we need to clarify it for the just the audio only viewers, but. A part we, of me wants to see what happens when we don't. Because <laughs> the thing is, is sometimes maybe a dick is just not going to work out for you to open up a bottle. So you might just need to, to use a plug of some kind to, you know, open up that. I mean, I mean, or it's just like, I mean. Do you do you rub on the finish or do you spray it? Oh, by hand. You have you have to. Have you not seen my total boat video? Oh my god! <laughs> I thought that they were going to like just block me after putting out a couple of videos of um, the little wood honey bear like tipping over and staring as um, he starts to oil up um, some bottle stoppers. Um, thankfully, they laughed. <laughs> they get, they get, I did the same thing with the wood honey bear. When I got my uh, my 
table saw handle from from Titty Nick too. So I think they're okay yep. with it. Yep. All all publicity um, is good publicity. Exactly. And the, sex sells. Sure does. Um, have you put googly eyes though on your wood honey bear? I didn't. I had the little eyes, and I did the quick like the cut back and forth zoom in like in uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Mm. Nice. Yeah. Um, so other than like, actually, hold on before you move on. Why? How? Why not? That's not working for me. That's not enough. You just Uh, one day you're just like, you know what? I need to open this bottle. mm -hmm. Let's get let's get dongs in in here. Get get them to work. Uh, I mean, leverage. It can engrave your name on it. So we know whose dick it is. I had one follower who was amazing. And I think some ideas like I'll never have certain ideas, but some people will. And they're (laughs) great. Um, And what she wanted on on her dick was a ruler. And so she wanted the ruler um, with a little heart at her preferred size. Aww. Aww. Sweet. (laughs) Nobody (laughs) should say that when they're talking about a penis. So, and she wanted that so that when she went out to the bar and some of the guys started like, you know, being guys, she could just whip it out and say, okay, guys, let's measure. Let's see. Come on. (laughs) And, uh, She's ordered a few more because she's amazing. Your girl needs to stay home and read a book. Like, stop going to bars if you're burning through bottle openers like that. Uh, somebody did ask if you'd be open to, at some point, selling Magnum bottle openers. Oh, like big ones? You want it bigger? Like two-handed? Sure. I mean, like, I mean, it. I mean, it's true. It's true. It's... We'll talk. Hit me up. <laughs> Okay. Hit, Hit him in the DMs. Will you, will you please send Graydon a engraved bottle opener? Sorry? Please please send Brayden an uh, engraved bottle opener. I think well, you're going to really be at WorkbenchCon, right? Yes, sir. Yes. So, yeah, maybe maybe I could maybe maybe we could do a little sawdust talk. It has a magnet on the back and you could put it on like your laser back there so you could just have like just a dick. That would go perfect. Because up until recently, I was testing out an idea for another Canadian. I got this idea from another Canadian maker, a Sharkockery board. And I was also doing my a couple of my um, rainbow boards. And so I had a bunch of leftover epoxy. And so I had a rainbow dong, just dong tray. And it just sat right here on the wall on my electrical conduit uh, because nobody ever comes in here. And then I realized that I actually had a guy that puts in like really big um, corporate orders for an underwriting company come in and we were talking about the job and I just saw him and his buddy or his coworker, whoever just standing there. And they were very clearly not paying attention to like what I was saying at the moment. And they were looking in like this direction. I'm like, Oh, they're looking at my dong. How'd that make you feel? Uncomfortable. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. So it's it's found a new home that's not just like Aww. out. Plus, you know, my kid comes out here, so I probably don't need like a massive wooden dong sitting around. Got to learn somehow. I mean, 
A different it is way. natural part of anatomy. True. Nothing about that one was. <laughs> uh, you don't watch the right horn. What? Moving on. Um, Your mouse. So, other than me thinking I'm funny and needing to make dick bottle openers, and I actually have a another dick project that I'm working on right now. Um, that that that's coming soon. Um, <laughs> wah, wah. Oh, there it goes. Jesse's done. That just took me like two seconds too long. I'm sorry. Oh no. Um, so other than that, um, as you can see, like some Halloweeny things and just some just fun stuff and fun projects that I just kind of be like, I want to make this. But like a bunch of mushroom boxes over there, which are pretty dang sweet, if I say so myself. Um but then this year, I actually got to do two really big, really um, meaningful projects to me um, for two really good friends of mine in, in town. One of them was a like three foot tall by 16, 16 to 18 inch square uh, Japanese pagoda out of um, Mansonian Walnut. And that was just, it was an epic project. Um, it... It was the first really big art piece in a sense that I had been commissioned to make. Um, and it was the first really big piece that taught me a lot about how to use my CNC and how to do 3D design and create the, um, the STL files and make that and bring that into CarveCo and program all the tool pathing to then make this piece. And it was, it was awesome. Like it was such a fun project to do. I um, screwed up on it at one point and the, the bit um, cammed its way out of um, the router and dug into the piece as I was like an hour into a four hour carve or wait, four hours into a five hour carve or something like that. It, um, it was devastating. Um, so I had to scrap that entire piece and start again um because i couldn't fix it it was i tried to fix it but it didn't look good enough it wasn't it wasn't gonna work um so i had to start over which was okay but it was great because it really showed me how to do more things on the cnc how to do more 3d design work um and then that one ended up leading me into um when i did in the fall summer fall um from one, one of my friends one of my close friends um, he needed a cane to be made, and um, he asked if I could do a raven head for him. And it was it was awesome. So I was able to get a design and 3D carve out this um, raven head out of a Australian burl. And it was just so cool to actually do that and make that that happen. Um, so yeah, I mean. So did you do the raven head by hand, or did you nope. like do a double sided CNC thing? Yeah, I, I did. I did a flip carve on the CNC, so I lined it up and carved out one. Actually, hold on one sec. Wait longer. So these are just some smaller ones um, mm -hmm. 
I had it in the CNC this way. So it would come down and it would carve out like the one half and then um, indexed it and flipped it, flipped it, however I flipped it and carve out the other side. And then um, it's still pretty rough. So then it was just all hand finishing and sanding and surf prepping the hell out of it with the squishy, squishy ones, the squishy pads. For all your nooks and crannies. For all your oh. nooks and crannies. Pro foam. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that was, you we didn't need, tell we, me. We shot of that, all three of us, it's like. <laughs> oh my God. Oh um, man. No, that's really cool. Yeah, do you so. feel like, do you feel like some of the projects that you take on where you're like, I have never done this before and I don't even know if I can do this. Do you feel like those are projects that like draw you in and like make you want to take them on? Oh yeah. Um, like I would never in my life be like, I'm going to make a Japanese pagoda. That sounds cool. Um, what is a Japanese pagoda? Okay, hold on. Um, one sec. Are we talking a box? Are we talking like a sword? Are we talking... Well, you can keep talking and I'll find it for you. I just feel like some of these, um, like some of these more intricate jobs where it's like, I've never done this before. You almost have to go into it with the, the, the like mindset that I might not make that much money on this, but I'm going to learn a lot while I figure it out. Oh, oh, yes. Yes. You can see Lego minifigures for scale. Oh, yes. Oh, that's oh. pretty big, actually. Um, thank I was looking for the wooden sure Lego is. blocks, not the minifigs. <laughs> oh, it's a hue for scale. Oh, I've it's seen a hue that. For scale. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like it was about three feet tall and 16, 16 by 18. Am I blurry now? I'm blurry. You are. Dazzling. That's what it is. Broken. It's because I'm old. So we just have to fade me out. Um, I look better this way. There you, you go. Th you just threw on the soft face filter. Exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, so, so like the projects that I would never think of myself, um, Think of doing are really exciting to me um so like the pagoda uh, my friend was in japan and he sent me a message just randomly like hey can you make one of these out of wood and sent me a picture i'm like yes fuck no i don't gonna do that i absolutely can um what are they normally made i'll of? figure it out paper uh, stone. oh so they're all over Japan and other um, like Asian countries and they're in the gardens and stuff. So they're just like stone statues. I think that the little square in the middle, uh, you can put offerings, small children maybe that you don't want to sacrifice them to the gods. That's just my Norse talking. I don't know what they do with it. But Bottle openers? I mean, you could. You could put a plug. Um, anyways. Um, <laughs> But yeah, they're they're decorative, they're ornamental. Um, I'm sure that they actually have a lot more um, meaning than I know. Um, I just know that I had to make one, and it was awesome. So, um, but yeah, like, and then even with the with the raven um, head, like my my friend phoned me up and said, "Hey, like, can you do this?" And it was an immediate yes. It was like, 
can you do this? Absolutely, I can. And in my head, I'm going, how in the hell am I going to do this? Oh my God, now I have to do this. What is going to And I've, I'm a problem solver by nature. So being able to then like just take that and sit on that and start looking at a design and think about it and then just figure out how. Um, it was the same, the same way with like making the Lego bricks and making them work and making them actually fit together and like how and making it repeatable where like with the, with those pretty much every single one that I'm pulling off off the machine now, once I'm done processing it and sanding it and finishing it, they all stick together exactly like they should. Um, That's so cool. I mean, wild. And I was so thankful that happened because it was kind of a happy little accident. Um, but yeah, I love I love the projects that just are random and out of nowhere. And I think that, I mean, one of the things that for my business and stuff like that is, is custom made. Like if you want something for you, um, I want to make that for you. And you might not for you. You. Um, <laughs> oh, I get it. And I, I just want, I want to make people happy. And sometimes that you can't find that exact thing. Um, and this, I'm going to say something. This is nothing against anybody that does this. Um, I would lose let, lose my mind if I spent all day making cutting boards. As an example, um, I have made one cutting board in my life. And it was great. Um, and I think the people that make them and that can spend that time and make those patterns, especially, and make these beautiful and elaborate cutting boards are top notch. Like they are absolutely gorgeous. I know I can't do that or I don't want to do that um, because that kind of repetitive process would just drive me insane. Um, whereas I'd rather walk into the shop every day, not always necessarily knowing what what I'm going to do and being able just to like make stuff because I want to um, because you have an idea in your head and you just make do it happen, it. you know? Because everybody wants to eat a Sasquatch. Now you know how. There you go. I love that we kind of like took Hugh and his goofy Instagram self. And I'm serious. We spent, I think, a good like 15, 20 minutes of um, a pretty deep conversation in this last hour. Um, like we we may have bought, brought out like a little softer version of Hugh. A deep conversation. Sorry. I ruined this. A, so a softer <laughs> version of Hugh, perhaps some may describe it, and even like a slightly I mean, flaccid Hugh. Yeah. I mean, hey. <laughs> Nope. 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 You, you win this round. Shit. Uh, we can't always be beyond. Uh, so if you could build anything like tomorrow, hey, you whatever you want to build, that's what you're doing. Here's the materials. Here's the tools, whatever. What would it be? Like you've already built some crazy things, so um, I don't even know. Like face grain cutting board. I mean, 
I need I need to do that. I have horrible, crappy plastic cutting boards, and every time I use them, you know, like wavy <clears throat> and all that from the dishwasher, I'm like, I need to make myself some cutting boards. Like this is sad. Um, but really, it's it would all depend on the day. Like the other day, I didn't know what to make, and all of a sudden, I found myself making some domino, like twelve by six inch domino. Um, charcuterie boards, cutting board, whatever you want to want to do. Giant dominoes, because why not? Um, it's like, if it was something for me... I just want to point out, I don't make cutting boards. They drive me crazy. Four minutes later, the other day I made a domino cutting board. Well, I mean... When do the lies end, Hugh? When do oh, they never. end? I this is all lies. I am actually like a tiny little alien just controlling a little meat suit, kind of like Men in Black. Oh, meat suit. That's it. That's that's where I've, I'm off the bus. Oh. Is your name even Hugh? Hugh's to know. Do, 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 do. do Hugh know? Wait, who's, there's, who's TJ? Who's that guy? TJ's? <laughs> TJ, he's... I'm he's reading. I'm probably gonna be reading that out loud. Should I? I'm he's just a, he's a figment. Action, guys, I'm giving it all to you because it's gonna happen. Here's how the sausage is I made, know. everybody. Yeah. You, I didn't know you could see that. You, okay. You it's a chat for everybody that's in this room right now. You grind up the meat <laughs> suit and then you shove it into the intestines, and then I'm it looks like. Just gonna put that away, right? Now. And for anybody listening to audio only, continue to make those mind pictures. And whatever you're picturing in your mind is true. Blech. Um, all right, Hugh, we're we're coming up on our hour. Um yep. and yeah. it's only it only ever goes downhill after the hour. Like and we started off Oh, we were PG thirteen at best. I mean, we're definitely in a shallow grave now for sure. I mean, those are the best kind of graves. It's just the shallow ones where, you know. It's crossroads. A little dirt on top um, because lazy. I mean, that's kind of. That's what it really is. Shallow graves, that's just that's just laziness. That's what it is. It is. Uh, but before we get into the, uh, the architecture of a proper grave, um, <laughs> real quick. <laughs> We want to send a, a special thanks again to the sponsors that we at least had at the beginning of this episode. I don't, I don't know if we'll see if they stick around for next week. Uh, but if you need sanding, if you need abrasives, not just for a surf prep sander, but for any sander that you have out there, uh, check out surf prep. You can use code uh, sawdust talk to save 10%. Hashtag hashtag. In the nooks and hashtag crannies. Team Surf Prep. Oh, yeah. Hashtag team, team Surf Prep. Hashtag In the Nooks and Crannies. Squishy, um, <clears throat> squishy. Yes, sir. And then also, if you need CA glue, if you need marketing stuff, if you want swag, if you want a website, uh, George Supply Co. Can, can get you hooked up so that you can get your logo on your very own things and stuffs. So Maybe get it on a dick. I don't think he offers that. Oh, he can talk yet. to... But, I mean, to be a real maker, you have to have a leather patch hat and a t-shirt that has your logo like everybody else wants to wear your logo. 
mm-hmm. you're not a maker if you don't have that. Yeah, it's um, very true. Um, you need those things. Those are requirements before you're allowed into. Definitely WorkfetchCon. They check you at the door. Do you have your logo? Get. And does Um, your logo have a saw blade on it? I feel attacked. You should. I have axes. Sorry, they're better. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna rebrand. Listen, (laughs) you better be careful, Hugh. You may be given a hard time to small town Jesse, but big city Jesse comes out, earrings come out, and she'll just knock you out. Well, that'll be fun too. Um (laughs) catch me in Atlanta. Catch me outside. How about that? Catch me in Atlanta. Um, I ain't afraid of you. I'll put (laughs) Evan in between us. So we we like to wrap these up. Smart man. Uh, we let TJ just have carte blanche to do whatever he wants. So he does the same thing every single every single week, and it works out pretty well. Um, TJ's question, which you were asking about, is at the end of every episode, we like to have you. It's not even a question. It's a statement or a demand. Um, if you had to say something to all of your viewers, all of our viewers, the people that are watching, the people that are listening later, Something to motivate them to, I quote, kick down their shop door and go do something awesome. What would you tell them? Um, if you weren't ready, the opportunity wouldn't be in front of you. Oh, that's deep. It's deep. It's I a told deep you. That's a deep cut. Dang. If you weren't ready for it, it wouldn't be there. So do it. What's the worst that can happen? Shallow grave. We haven't had somebody say that before. That's I like that. That is a good one. That's true. What? Should have been Put on episode on 100. <laughs> Put it on a t-shirt. Georgia Supply Co. He can hook you up. Trademarked. I, I just registered that. So that's now a trademark. The, the problem is, is I stole it from somewhere else. So... <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell him that. Come on. <laughs> um, Hugh, Hugh, you can't have it either. Hugh, are you going to be at WorkbenchCon? That's coming up. I we got to talk about that every single episode. So okay. people can find you there. Uh, should I, they bow when they first come up to you or avert their eyes? or Avoid me at all costs. Just make me sit in the corner all by myself being sad. That's what makes me happy. All by um, where? Okay, so we can find you on Instagram. Where can everybody? Where else can everybody find you? Uh, the main thing is Instagram and YouTube. So I have I have a channel and I have videos of making things and some stuff, and you know, like hidden bookcases and cool cool things. I have like a year's worth of backlog content that I've filmed that I need to edit. So I got some really cool stuff that's going to be coming. I spent a year working on this here studio office thing. And that then took most of my content for a year of making of completely ripping this room apart and making it into my, my fancy green room. Um, but now I'm finally getting back on track with actual builds and projects and, and that kind of stuff. So it'll be a lot more awesome, cool things like the pagoda and the Ravenhead Cane, like I mentioned, those are both coming. Um, there might even be a video about WorkbenchCon 
that's already on there too. If you know, people are like, should I go? Yes. And then go watch my video and then go. <laughs> For $50 off your ticket, you could type in Sawdust Talk. It won't do anything. But I know if you use a couple of other podcasts code like AWP, you can save $50 off your tickets. There you go. There we go. Dan, Pete, call off the lawyers. That that's it. That's my penance for Jesse stealing the intro the other that other time. Safe. Alone. I had nothing to do with that. I don't know why you put me on top. I am not in charge. Because you're here. in charge. You're definitely in charge. Not in charge here. There we go. <laughs> All right. Yes. <laughs> oh, now we're screwed. You guys are going down. There okay, we go. well, we're rebranding the show. We're gonna get rid of the saw blade. It's now gonna be called Hugh Dust Talk because that's better. Um, <laughs> I'm done. And with and with that, uh, all right, everybody, we'll be back uh, next week. We've got Alex Maybe. from uh, Duffy Wood. Why am I blanking on this? Woodworks, Woodcraft, Wood something. I don't know. Alex Duffy's gonna be on. He's dope. We'll see you guys next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. Bye-bye. Hopefully you don't get canceled.